0: 369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms and responsible gaming resources.
1: It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast.
2: Oh, man. Yeah, it is. But I can't do it. I can't do my normal thing. I'm telling you guys, I feel fine. But I have like a frog in my throat. So I can't really do the, ho oh, oh, ho. Oh. yeah, it is. So hopefully that'll be back by Wednesday. What we do have tonight is Javen Williams, the newest five-star recruit in the class of 2023 in high school football happens to be from my high school while missing Pennsylvania. Every once in a while, I like to sprinkle in a potential future NFL player on the show for us to get a chance to talk to a little bit. And you need to get a feel for what these young men are like when they are 16 years old. So, Javen will join us momentarily. It is a new week, which means we'll have a new spread the word winner, a new sponsor confirmation email winner, a new YouTube shout-out winner, especially since I forgot all of them last week. We are presented by DraftKings. And you know what? I'm not going to say the other stuff because <laughs> my voice is garbage. And I'm just trying to get through this for you guys because I love you. And I love today's guest. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. You know, a year ago at this time, I'm not even sure I knew who this kid was. (laughs) It was (laughs) February of 2021. The first time I really knew about him was, I want to say, last April. And for those of you that aren't familiar, go ahead and Google Javen Williams, (laughs) J-V-E-N Williams, he just got his fifth star, which is as high as you can possibly be rated as a high school player. There's only about 30 or 40 in the country that get it. So, Javen, thank you for coming on the show. You've talked to me enough that you know this isn't my real voice. (laughs) me. (laughs) But... I want to start with that, man. How did it feel to get your
3: fifth star? That's like one of my lifelong goals. So uh, it was being a five-star and being on ESPN 300. Those are like my lifetime goals. So it's a dream come true to see my hard work pay off.
2: It's so funny because they didn't even have stars. At least I don't even know about stars when I was playing, when I was in high school. But now that's like a real – status symbol isn't it right right um so what i mean obviously it's a goal and you accomplished it but what does it really mean like what 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 do you when you look at it what does that mean to you moving forward
3: um personally that's that's a goal that i accomplished um rankings really i try not to let that uh, affect me at all but um going forward that's just you know extra motivation. Um that's expectations on me that you know I have to perform to that level. So it's kind of like a rubric on what I have to accomplish
2: this season. I love it. I love it, man. That's uh, that's what I was hoping you would say. Um so let's let's tell the story, Javen. Because you go to my high school and last April maybe, I think. Uh, maybe March, maybe May. I don't know. But you sent me an email to Ross Tucker dot com, which, by the way, is where all the listeners send their emails out of nowhere. Like, where did that come from? And what was the genesis of it for me?
3: Um, I didn't want I want to be personal. I want to be one on one. I thought, in my opinion, I didn't think you were going to respond to me, Um I just searched up uh, Ross Tucker's email. Literally, I went on Google, searched up Ross Tucker's email, and that's what it, it gave me, the Ross Tucker app podcast or, or something similar to that. And I just emailed you, and, and um, I just told you what I, how I was feeling. I said um, something on the lines of, um, I go to i miss in your school. Um, I told you my weight and my size and how a lot of people told me I could play power fly football, but I just don't think I was there mentally or physically yet. And I just... I, I knew that you had to go big and all that. So I knew that you had some, some sort of knowledge on recruiting and it was just, it was just a connection. It was easy. You know, you went to why i missing. I go to why I'm missing. Uh, it was, it was really simple for me and I appreciate the help that you gave me since then.
2: Did you think about just asking any of the coaches for my phone number or anything? Honestly, no, I, I was like, I, I was just so, I don't even know
3: how to explain it. It was just, start for most for the most part you know you know you've been a Wyoming missing since uh and recently so you know your your name's all over the place um as far as your jerseys and all that stuff so um i didn't think they were they were like they would even give me it but uh so i just took it uh took my own initiative on it and made sure to email you so i knew that you would definitely get it
2: well it's awesome man it is really really awesome um i guess i'm a little curious and probably the listeners are too I guess I'm curious, before you emailed me, how much did you know about me? I mean, like, and and how? Um,
3: I'm not going to lie. It was like, you're an offensive lineman. So, for me, that was just like a, that was like, oh, my God. First of all, someone to go to the NFL, like, everyone in line missing, you know, alone is that guy that they all, you know, we all stargaze over. But for me, it was Ross Sucker. You know, he, he was a lineman for the most part. He was a lineman. He went to Princeton. And and you played with Coach O'Neill. So, you know, you played with he was like my first mentor, first person I looked up to. So I knew a lot. Like I'd always ask questions, how was his mentality? How did he take um coaching? Um, how good, like how honestly how good was he? I'd ask a whole bunch of questions to the whole staff, just so I could see like I could see how you thought about the game and how you how you intercepted everything and, and you just you played your game. And I want to kind of replicate that
2: do you remember what I said to you when we first spoke?
3: Yeah, I remember you told me, you said, I remember exactly. You said you're definitely like, you have the body to go to division one school and you're going to get me there. I'm going to go to division one school. Now, whether that's Delaware or Penn state, that's to be uh, discontinued. But you told me, I remember that's exactly, you gave those two schools and you gave that little comparison and You know, that was just a spark. That sparked a plug for me.
2: So um, just to fast forward for everybody, Javen ended up – he had never started a high school game um, when he emailed me when we spoke because Missing had a lot of seniors and uh, Javen was only in 10th grade. So fast forward junior year, you play your first three games – and since I can't really talk, why don't you tell the story of what happened next? Um, for the most part,
3: most of most of the like you know the training and all that, that took place in the summer. The summer going into my junior year, I trained at Garage strength, uh, Dane Miller, Trevor Stutzman. Um, I did a lot of lifting. Uh, I would I throw the shot, put in discus, so that got my feet and my strength levels up. And then I just came into uh, summer camp. Uh, a big thing for me was I wanted to learn every position on the field. Um, I, I started at a uh, strong side tackle, but I knew every other position on the line. And um, going into that season, I, I like everyone thought I was going to get uh, those smaller FCS offers at the end of the year. Like that was a big thing. Everyone's telling me wait till the end of the year, February of your June or junior year. That's when they're usually going to start rolling in. So that was my expectation. And that's kind of, I kind of attacked the season. I I, I didn't didn't think anything was going to come any earlier than that. Um, I had three really good games. And then, you know, the rest is history.
2: Well, kind of. Tell the process of your video and then what we did. And then when I sent those text messages out. And then when you first got the call from Pitt. You're right. Um. Okay. So I
3: had three games. I had the highlights and, um, I remember you told me, you know, your best 25 plays. Um, I set it up and I sent it to you and that, um, it wasn't in the correct order at first. Like I didn't have it in the right order. I didn't showcase all of my abilities. Uh, it was really uh one-sided and you really helped me show a little diversity in my game. And, um, we uh you told me you had a bunch of connections with uh you know uh you had uh rutgers was like one of the first schools uh you played with coach Orrick, so that was like a real cool connection there and then um it it, it was a couple of days a couple of days went by and um the coach followed me on twitter uh coach orrick and uh coach Troutwine. he followed me a couple uh months back because of the camp i went to that summer But, um, I got into communication with a couple of the coaches and, um, that's when like the reality of, I could play division one football, power five football came into a reality. And then, um, Pitt, they called me, uh, like nine o'clock at night. And, um, I remember they just told me they offered me and then I just, I, I was so grateful. Um, I was so excited to post it. Like that was the day I just want to post it, let everyone know what was going on. And then, um. I'm not gonna lie, I was in I was I shed a couple of tears, but um I was just really happy and um I told my family I ran around the house yelling and all that stuff. So yeah, it was a really um it's a really uh great opportunity and uh I'm happy that, that happened. So
2: um give give everybody the stats. How big are you and then what's your best shot put throw and discus throw ever?
3: So right now, currently, um, I'm 6'4 a half, and I weigh 305 pounds. And uh, my best shot put throw ever was 59 feet and 3 inches, and my best uh, discus throw is 185 feet even. So uh, just 185 feet.
2: And where would that rank you in your class nationally?
3: Um, I haven't checked in a while, just because that was last year, but it, that ranked me at the time. Um, it was that's the end of the season, so um, that ranked me like I want to say fourth in uh, fourth and discus, third in shot put in the nation. Um, I I just knew I was inside top five for both. Usually, when it comes to uh, track and field, um, you'll have a thrower that's really good at one. But, you know, they're, it's really not it's not common to see them really good at both. So. That was really that played a huge role in like my versatility, and it showed a lot of coaches where that power and footwork came from.
2: So, what I think is crazy, maybe the most surprising thing about you, for my listeners, Javen told you he's six four and a half, 305 pounds. If you watch his video, he moves extremely well, very athletic. But you're sixteen. I mean. Right. You don't even turn seventeen until August of your senior year of high school. I mean, do you realize you could very easily be in the class below?
3: That was that was uh that was actually going to be a decision I was going to make. Um, I was going to reclass just because I don't turn sixteen until the end of August. Like August 30th is my birthday, but um, I was going to reclass, but it, it wasn't worth it. But yeah, I'm a, I'm a young buck but I'm an early bloomer. August 30th? Yes,
2: sir. Oh, my gosh. You are a baby, dude. You <laughs> yeah. In, you should be a class of 24. I, I should All right. So, recently, you committed to Penn State. Why? What's the biggest reasons why?
3: Um, I always saw everyone. There was just, like, really – I broke it down. There was three things that Penn State could offer me that no one else could really offer me, like three components. And um, that was like great football. You know, you're, you're playing in front of 107,000 people on a regular basis. So that was like, that's awesome. Just, you know, a 16-year-old and just as a, you know, high school football player, that's something that, you know, you you look around and you see. And, you know, I'm from Eastern Pennsylvania, so I never grew up as a college football fan, but all my friends are Penn State fans. They're everyone's a the Penn State fan, and that's just like the community that like, you go around like. You could drive around and you'll see 15 Penn State flags hanging up on, you know, your neighbor's door. So that was one uh, component of just like the support and, you know, um, the environment. The second would be, you know, the great um, academics. They have really good academics Um, That's you know, you can't play football forever. So that was a good thing for me to be able to, you know, hold back on. And then lastly, my parents, like being able to come to every game. um, As I was growing up, uh, my, my dad came to every single game. He's never missed a game. So like for me to go play at like Southern California or Oregon like it wouldn't really I wouldn't be comfortable. Um I want my parents to be able to make it to every single one of my games. And not just that, they just treated my family like it like they were part of their family. That just for me to see that in my own like eyes that's just an amazing thing.
2: I love it. And why did you decide to make the decision now rather than visiting more schools? Um
3: for me, I visited a couple of schools. Um, we talked about waiting to take official visits and, and all that, but um, I really, for me, I didn't want to waste anyone's time. Like that, for me, was a big thing. I, I wanted to stay respectful to every coach that offered me. Um, I wanted to be like truthful to them. If I if I didn't feel like you know I, I couldn't see myself suiting up in their jerseys, then I tell them like I can't see myself going to that school. Thank you for the opportunity, but um, for that, that was like the most part. I just want to get that out the way. And um, there was coaches coming into school all day, every day. And like, to me, I just really I didn't want to like that just wasn't me. I, I'm not someone that, you know, I love, you know, attention and all that. But I just really want to get out of the spotlight and focus on just being a high school student, if that makes sense.
2: Heck, yeah, it does. Yeah, I totally understand. Um, what are the biggest things you're trying to improve on?
3: Uh number one is definitely pass blocking. Um Wing T we like just never pass block and if we do, it's not a traditional pass block set. It's more of a I don't even know how to call it, just like play action football. But um pass blocking. Um I'm gonna be playing uh guard this year, so like conditioning. Like I wanna play at, you know, somewhere around the three hundred range and, and I wanna be able to uh move uh at the same level and, and be able to play the whole game both sides of the ball. And um I just want to be, you know, uh, be a leader for my team. That's something that I'm probably going to work on. I want to be a captain, so uh, me being able to lead my team is something that I'm definitely going to have to work on this year.
2: Love it. Love it all. Um, how often do you think about potentially playing in the NFL?
3: That was always a goal like that. You know, even as a little kid, um, I thought I could play running back. But uh, <laughs> realistically, playing um, in an offensive line – um, I, I like if I'm not watching Netflix or playing video games, I'm watching Quentin Nelson or Trump, Trent Williams or Taylor Lewin or, or just someone you know, just learning, uh, just learning the game. Um, I really want to play in the NFL and um, give back to my community and make sure that my parents never have to work again and just give them everything that they gave me. So that to me is just a huge, a uh, huge deal in my life right now. Just getting to that level.
2: That is awesome. Um, That is awesome. And you know what it's going to take, right?
3: Right. A lot of hard work and sacrifices.
2: There's no other way. There's just too many kids. There's too many people. There is no other way. Um, One last thing. I have a t-shirt downstairs that says 2012 state champs, 16 and 0. Do you think in 2022, 10 years later, do you think I'll be getting a new T-shirt?
3: Yes, 100%. <laughs> um, that's something I talk about with my teammates all the time, just minding to what we're preaching. Um, we, As you know, uh, we went to state States twice this year and last year. We lost both times to the same team. Um, that was hard, really, really hard on the team, just you know, losing to the – team um and we lost 7-0 this year so not even getting a score on the board that we took that pretty hard but um I think what people really don't notice is like you know we are the losing seniors we lost you know that one year we, we had my older brother on the team we lost like 20 something seniors like that was like 75 percent of our team and we came back and, and went back wow. again and now um we're gonna have easy like easily the biggest line we ever had in line missing we're gonna have Kayla Brewer six five two hundred and eighty pounds Payson Ziggler he's gonna be six four two sixty me six five three ten somewhere around there and then we're gonna have uh we're gonna have uh, Cooper Young he's uh six two seventy we're just gonna have a really big line that we never really was able to showcase because we have a uh like last year we had Jack Miller, he was a fullback and he was maybe five nine, uh not even two hundred pounds. So I'm not saying that played a role in any sort of uh, anything that happened in the game, but I think, like, we're going to be pretty successful this year and we're moving up to a different league. So we're going to have a bunch of competition this year that's going to really get us to that next level.
2: Javon, um sorry my voice is not great, but thank you so much, man, for coming on <laughs> show. Thank you for having show. me. I appreciate Really, it. really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Anytime. Wow, that was awesome. I love that kid. So impressed with what he's been able to do. By the way, if you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code Ross, bet just $1 on any NBA team, and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code Ross at DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NBA.
1: Ducks Takes. Hey Ross, uh let's start today with Ali Marpet, Tampa Bay Bucks left guard retiring after 7 years in the NFL. And while we're on the Bucks, they also picked up the 5th year option on linebacker Devin White. So um a lot of people are really
2: surprised by Ali Marpet. And I guess I am too. But I don't know that we should be. You know, If you play seven plus years, you win a Super Bowl, you go to a Pro Bowl, you make $37 million. I don't know. I mean, if you understand the big picture of life and the wear and tear that football has on your body, some of the concerns about head injuries, and repeated hits to the head, I don't think this should be that surprising. I know it is, but I don't think it should be as surprising as other people do because I think more people, more of the players, quite frankly, should consider doing this. So
1: Sean McVeigh is going to return to uh... – the uh, Los Angeles Rams. He's not going to entertain any of these TV offers from Amazon or Fox or anybody else.
2: I think that means that the Rams gave him a new contract and a lot of money. What I think is, and that's not surprising, I think it'd be weird if he, quote unquote, retired or stepped away after winning a Super Bowl. After he just got Stafford to come out there to L.A., that would be weird. I think he was leveraging TV to get a new contract. And so, um, good for him, I guess. The thing I never understood about that is why player contracts are public knowledge and and coaching contracts aren't. That's annoying to me. If everybody gets to know what each player makes, we should all get to know what each coach makes.
1: Ducks takes. Looks like Eric Bieniemy is going to be back as the OC in Kansas City, and joining him, uh, former former assistant coach with the uh, Chiefs, is back Matt Nagy.
2: Right, who has been on this show before. There had been some drama, reportedly between enemy and the Chiefs, evidently it's not that much drama because he's coming back for another year. But I think, you know, there's still a possibility he gets a head coaching job at some point. So it's a good place for Nagy to come back and be ready and be the next man up if enemy gets a head coaching job at some point. Ducks takes
1: Carolina Panthers re-sign their tight end, Ian Thomas, to a three-year deal.
2: Always kind of surprising to me when these guys sign before free agency. I mean, he must love it there and or felt like it was a great deal because why not use the leverage of the combine and of free agency? It just doesn't make sense to me. I'm not doing any emails. I'm not doing any, Look, I just got to rest his voice tonight. So I'm good to go for the college draft tomorrow. So shout outs, Pizza Boy Brewing, Sporticulture, HumanHeadNYC.com, SteakhouseSports.com. I'm telling you guys, I feel fine. I don't even have a sore throat. I just like have a frog in my throat. So don't get mad at me. The show must go on. You must get your podcast. And I sound like crap.
1: I think we're done here. It's a big frog.
2: Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker football podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the fantasy Feasts, even money, business of sports and college draft all available at Apple podcasts, Rostucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.